Hey, welcome to Ireland Problems, the mental health podcast. I'm Elliot. And I'm Liv, and we're your hosts for as long as you need us. Before we get started, make sure you check in with yourself. How are you feeling today? Have you had a breakdown? If so, don't stress. Because we'll probably be joining you soon. <laughs> so grab a glass and let's dig up the past. We hope you've got your shovel, kids. Because it's gonna get messy. Hey guys, welcome back to WAP, episode 9, Love and Sex and Xanax. Ooh. <laughs> in today's episode, we are talking about anxiety in relationships, whether that be lovers, friends or family. We'll be talking about, uh, you know, success in a relationship and kind of like the timeline of how you form a relationship. It's not facts. <laughs> this isn't scientifically proven. This is just from like our own kind of personal experience. So it's just an example. Should we dive in? <laughs> Let's dive in, sweetheart. So I guess no matter what, there's going to be anxiety in a relationship. Yeah, it's part of who you are. So it's going to come out one way or another. And forming relationships is, it's a big thing. Like, I think people just disregard how big it is because you're opening up about people and you're exposing yourself, you're exposing your truths to these people so they can get to know you. You're going to feel vulnerable and you're going to feel anxious, aren't you? You're going to show all the, like, the parts of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, 100%. The the ugly in my... (laughs) Just keep the ugly, bold, (laughs) italic and underlined. (laughs) But that's the whole point because, like... You know, forming a good relationship is about getting to know the other person, understanding who they are, what they're about and how they got there. That's that's the whole point. So, of course, there's going to be anxieties. Whether you feel like you suffer with anxiety or you don't, there's going to be some form of it anywhere. Yeah. But this this old timeline that we've come up with. The stuff that we're about to say can happen anytime. (laughs) But we've just done it in a little... (laughs) We've broken it down into kind of like three month periods and how like yeah you know that works out so in the beginning let's do it everyone knows in the beginning you don't really care you feel quite confident you're not necessarily needy you have this like i am who i am and i don't care <laughs> you're unapologetically <laughs> you and that's that's it everyone knows that you think that they feel stronger towards you than you do them in the beginning yeah you're like i'm so chill. yeah i don't care this isn't me they can I literally just don't care. Exactly, that's that's how everyone thinks. And then bump up to three months. Yes, yeah, so you get to the three months and, you know, you start to learn people's true intentions, yeah. their true colours start to arise. You start to, you know, think about their values and whether you value them the same as they value you. Yeah. But moving on to um, six months, attachments have been formed, without a doubt. You have got some form of yeah. attachment there if you haven't. You may be a narcissist, just saying. Your heart (laughs) may be a stone. And that's okay. You've opened up about a few things and you definitely feel a little bit more vulnerable now. Yeah. You know, know, you've said a few things. You're not sure if they're going to run away now. Or if you think the relationship is potentially going to fizzle out because, you know, you know about them. They know about you. Are you on the same path? Do you have the same thought process? That can cause clashes and then relationships can fizzle out. That's normal. Yeah, it's normal. normal. You definitely crave their attention a little bit more. And you may or may not need a little bit of reassurance to know that they feel the same way. I think you always need a bit of reassurance. I feel like that's just healthy to be like, are we on the same page? Like, how are you feeling? Like, do a little check-in. But you definitely put them on a pedestal, I feel. And by now, the tables have turned. You think that you feel stronger towards them than they feel towards you. And then you're panicking (laughs) because you're like, shit. Like, this is what I didn't want to happen. You try your best, but it happens. This is, you know, this happens. What you've got to remember is, you know, they're a human as well. They're probably going through the same thing as you. 
So don't stress, you know, it's, it's normal. But on to nine months. So this is when you start to question whether you're doing enough, whether that you're enough personally, like what you bring is enough to the relationship. You start to have a little bit of disagreement. Yeah, you may have had a few. You start, it's a bit rocky. You start to have, you know, heated conversations, clashes start to form. Like you start to be like, oh, okay, we don't agree on this or yeah, whatever. You've either communicated from the beginning about everything or communication has been a very big issue. Yeah. So that's always fun. You start to be like, oh, I'm not sure if I like this about yeah, you. <laughs> a few things start to arise and you're like, oh, is this, is this what I want? Do I like this side? Your guard has defo been lowered, so you're very much who you yeah. are. I think like nine months down the line, you're kind of, the relationship has been set in its ways, I think. You know, you've definitely set a routine up. That's nine months in a little paddling pool. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> on to 12 months. 12 months. This is a fun one. <laughs> 12 months in, you're deeply in love. You're also 92 weeks deep in your ex's Instagram. You've just liked the photo by accident and you're already thinking the excuse of how your cat got your phone <laughs> and they've managed to get that far down your ex's Instagram and you basically think you're fucked. You're, you're in deep. In all seriousness, I think 12 months in, you're definitely a bit knee deep in the relationship that you formed. We hope by 12 months... You're still remembering that, you know, you had and have a life without them. You're doing things. Yeah, your world doesn't evolve. Exactly. Them. You're definitely doing things for yourself. But we know this isn't true because that's easier said than done. <laughs> we've all, we've both been yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. You need to make sure that, you know, you're not putting people on a very, very high pedestal because it's, it's bad. It's bad for your mental health. It makes you seem lower. If you put them much higher than yourself, then that automatically puts you in a lower regard. 100%. And that should not. You need to imagine yourself as equals to them because the second you start putting them a centimetre, an inch above you, you think less of yourself. Yeah. And and that's big and that you shouldn't lose yourself in a relationship. 100%. Like it should always be equal. It should always be 50-50. You are both equals. You're both in this relationship. It's not you for them or them for you. It's you for each other. And that's mm. just it. Yeah. And this is like, you learn this throughout like the relationships you form. Yeah. So it's all well and good us saying this but like things change and it depends what relationship you're in and I think you know you can teach people about relationships but I think you don't learn lessons about relationships until you're in them and you go through it because until you experience it you're not going to be able to correct yourself because you don't know the signs yeah you you don't see the red flags because you see everything through rose tinted glasses yeah 100% and you're seeing it from your heart and what you want to see, not actually What's the reality you. of what you're seeing. Yeah. yeah. But success in a relationship, obviously there's no kind of tick box thing to build a great relationship, but there's definitely things that can help. I think the main thing is just communication, isn't it? That's... Like if you don't have communication and respect, yeah. there is nothing. Really. Exactly. Because communication, it's an umbrella term, but it's on everything. It covers insecurities, it covers sex, it covers anxieties it covers overthinking it covers problems that you have or ways that you're feeling like it covers everything and communication can be in a way of a heated discussion or an argument but that's not a bad thing if you have a heated conversation or something turns into an argument it just means you're passionate about it and you want change yeah. and because you want you love the relationship so much that you don't want it to uh, fuck mm. up so you're trying to help it by having these discussions which are great like you can't be all like fucking hunky-dory the whole fucking yeah, exactly. time like, like, really if you're it. both open to communication it should be fine like i've learned that if there's an issue you talk about it and it gets resolved and that's it you move on it's not an issue it's not something that's suppressed swept under the carpet and then slowly gets bigger for when you do have an argument it comes back to haunt you 
your stuff mm. you drag it out from under the carpet and like look at this <laughs> this is what's going <laughs> yeah you go like it's happened like years ago and then you have an argument and then you're just exactly. triggered and you're like well you did this how many it's like sweeping and up just like, well, we, we... it's like hiding a dead rat under the rug and then you pull it out 10 years later like, look at this <laughs> look at this dead rat <laughs> because it's been there rotting and building up and now it's starting <laughs> to smell that's it you have to say how you feel if there's an issue say it communication is about being respected in a relationship and feeling listened to yes if you don't feel those things they are flags yeah (laughs) and it's time for you to evaluate what you want one of the biggest things in a bad in a toxic relationship is if they don't value how you feel if they make you feel bad for how you feel then they are very very big red flags that you need to look at and go okay does them saying i love you cut it or do i need to reevaluate this whole relationship get your night runs on and you need to start practicing okay because you need to be out that door in 0.3 seconds get your strawberry on and learn 100%. It. that's just it though that's that's that we're not going to dive into that because that's another episode but but i just i do want to add like we'll point <laughs> this is us rambling but like i do want to add like there's two types of people in this world there's radiators and there's vampires yeah. and if you are having the life sucks out of you in any way oh you just want to surround yourself by radiators it's a better life so to round up communication empathy understanding respect yeah is everything you need in a relationship anxiety is normal in a relationship yeah get used to it it's just something you have to work around and work and work through like you're not going to be this perfect person throughout a relationship with whoever your your relationship is with like you're going to be a work in progress and you'll always be a work in progress until you're dead so this is relationships in a nutshell for you you can take it or leave it this is just an example these things can happen anytime anywhere Anyhow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. so, as always, I've been Al. And I've been Livy Lovey Lovey Lou. <laughs> and we will. Are we going with that? <laughs> sure. So, guys, we will see you next week. We love you. We'll see you next week and have a, have a lovely, have a lovely yeah. week. Love you. Don't forget, guys, to drop us a like or review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Or even jump onto our Instagram at Wine and Problems. See you next week. See you next week. week.